get stuffed. Hello and welcome back to Double Stuff Cinema. This is episode number 84. I'm Tyler and I am Team Edward. I'm Neil and I am also Team Edward. I'm Shrey and I'm also Team Edward. I'm Andrew. I'm Team Edward and it's been about 15 minutes since I've seen Twilight. Yeah, so (laughs) in case you couldn't already tell, we are going to be talking about the Twilight Saga. Um, we have two guests here today who are, I think, on very opposite ends of the spectrum for Twilight fandom, but uh, we'll let them introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Leah. I am also Team Edward. I'm Paige. I'm also Team Edward. Wow. Oh my God. <laughs> I thought we might actually have a debate here today, but I guess. No, I could not see anyone ever being Team Jacob. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of impossible to be Team Jacob, but if you are, you're kind of dumb. Like, after watching the movies, I don't understand why it was even a thing. That's, like, the thing with, like, a love triangle is, like, if when they're trying to make you pick between two people, one of them is always so much obviously worse than the other. So then it just kind of falls apart. And that definitely happens with Twilight. We'll get into the whole, like, Team Edward versus Team Jacob debate later. But um, Leah and Paige, since you're our two guests, why don't you kind of, like, introduce your level of interest in twilight um so i was never into twilight when it was popular i my mom like really liked the books and i just did not want to spend time on it um but then we were on a road trip to florida and i we did it all like the trip all in one day so i was up at like 5 a.m and i started watching the entire series and like it was fine it wasn't great it was fine but then it wasn't until recently that I read the first book and I read it in like two days over quarantine and then I was like wait this is good shit (laughs) did you read the whole series so I'm on book three right now I haven't started book three but I'm on book three okay I'm I'm like the very opposite I watched the first two movies I think a year ago because my best friend at the time was like obsessed with them um and then that's about it but in preparation for this podcast I did read the wikipedia plots of all the movies so I feel prepared nice but I'm not a fan (laughs) yeah uh and the rest of us Andrew and Neil uh, why don't you talk about your level of interest because I think Tyler and I are kind of connected on ours well for me i started so when i was in seventh grade i watched it i watched the first one with my sister and then she also made me watch the second one with her after which i was like okay this is stupid i don't want to watch any more of them so then she made me watch basically the rest of the three the three that came after with her so i don't like i don't like twilight at all but (laughs) i have seen them all so i would argue neil's maybe the biggest fan then if neil watched them way back in seventh grade i thought leah would Mm -hmm. be the biggest fan he's the most dedicated i know yeah i'm I'm the longest i I have the longevity here yeah neil saw him like day and date when they came out he was like like everyone else was going for harry potter midnight shows neil was Mm -mm. at twilight twilight midnight shows yeah 
Well, they can, they were out for a while, I think, when I was uh, yeah. seventh grade. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, because they, they, they finished, I think, the same time as Harry Potter, which was like when we were in sixth grade or something. Well, yeah. when I when I was watching the last one, I think it said it was 2012. What's it's that? 2011. Or no, well, for the yeah, record, Harry, 2012. Harry Potter. Harry Shrake, Potter come on. Better. I just saw this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't tell me I'm wrong. Yeah. Okay. Andrew, what about you? Yeah, so for me, I like was never interested in twilight i don't think i'm interested in it now really either <laughs> um but like i heard about it when, when it was popular and i had never seen any of the movies or the books until this past week where i watched all the movies that was quite the experience what was it like what was the experience like Benjamin? I mean, um i have to say i wasn't like fully paying attention all the time yeah it was kind of difficult i think for me <laughs> i did enjoy like i'll probably talk about this more but i enjoyed like learning about the world i guess like the lore because i'm always interested in like world building kind of things um but a lot of the times i was like kind of lost with the plot and like the romance was not that interesting to me mm-hmm. I don't know what you're talking about, Andrew. I think Edward and Bella have the greatest on-screen chemistry of our generation. No, I was I was just confused because like <laughs> the first movie, they just like fell in love. Like, yeah. First sight, yeah. I was like, dang, they are like going. I mean, he basically <laughs> like called her like stinky to her face <laughs> the first yeah. time they met. No, so, <laughs> no, because he was like, <sighs> like gonna throw up the first time they saw each other. Yeah, and then the next time she's like immediately in love with them. Maybe Bella has like a degrading kink or something like that. I could see that. I think definitely. Yeah, the way they kind of like talk shit about themselves the entire series, like about how dumb and like how terrible they are. I definitely think they both have like a degrading kink and that's why they fell in love with each other right away. Just because Edward called her stinky. (laughs) Stinky. <laughs> uh, Tyler, want should we share how we got into Twilight? Yeah, for sure. Um, so like my experience with it was like the quarantine summer. Yeah. Um, and I can't remember if like we like how the conversation started up, but at some point we were like, we should watch the the Twilight movies, like just all of them, and we had no experience with any of it before. Yeah, like. Like Neil said, these movies came out around the same time as Harry Potter, which I was definitely way more into. So I was like not at all paying attention to any of Twilight, but I (laughs) knew of people who like read the series or were very heavily invested in Team Edward or Team Jacob. And I remember like, you know, they had backpacks that had like Team Edward and they would have the pictures of them on them and then Team Jacob backpacks like in stores everywhere. Do you you know people that were Team Jacob? I think I know of people like now that are team Jacob and it's like, are you like dumb? I think like at the time, Taylor Lautner was just like so important to society that people liked him for like, they were okay. Yeah. But he was important because he was shark boy, not because he was no. And that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying is that team Jacob or people who are team Jacob were kind of like default team Jacob because they liked him. You know what I mean? Yeah, so there were probably people that like I, didn't actually know. I think the series, I think right? at the time the team Edward 
versus Team Jacob thing was really based on looks, which I'm just going to say it. It should have been Team Edward from the start. Team Jacob shouldn't have even been an option, even if it was based on looks. But I think that's what it was. And, uh, you know, Taylor, I, know, I mean, a lot of people. Most of the movies, is Jacob is not wearing shirts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's pretty but also, like, that's you know, that, that long hair for the first movie and a half. I like that. <laughs> I thought that Jacob was better than the later Jacob. I know, because later mm-hmm. Jacob becomes kind of a douche. Yeah, maybe so not hotter, but definitely a better guy. Wasn't there an award show, yeah. like the Oscars or something, where Jake, uh, not Jacob, definitely Taylor not Lada, the Oscars. Like, took his... <laughs> not the Oscars. <laughs> it was something. Oh, no, the Oscars. No, not the Oscars. It was yeah, probably like the Teen Choice Awards. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> they yeah. won a lot of awards. <laughs> Like yeah, the years that came out, I was looking at the mean, Wikipedia page. I was surprised. I mean, Twilight like swept the Razzies. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, which you As know, always should. a good sign. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. So Tyler and I, um, the reason we watched them all is because they all got am- added to Amazon Prime at once mm-hmm. with the extended editions in 4K, uh, UHD. <laughs> oh my so gosh! I saw them on there. Amazon had just added its Watch Together feature. So I saw them on there and I was like, I need someone to watch these with me. And I knew Tyler wasn't doing anything. So I texted Tyler <laughs> and I was like, are you down to watch all of Twilight this week with me? So we watched the first three, you know, like on our own and then like also through the Amazon party. And then we watched the last two in one night together, just the two of us, real romantic. And, yeah, um, that must wow. have been really romantic. Tyler yeah, got hit yeah. with that "you up" text. You want to watch Twilight? Yeah, it was like what, like four or five hours of Twilight. It was a lot. Yeah. We had a game night, and then I was like, "Okay, well, Tyler and I are going to watch the Twilights after. Who wants to stay?" And nobody did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it was like it was like, "Yeah, who's going to so join funny. us? Who's going to join us in this quest?" And then, like, literally everyone checked out. Yeah. They can't hang. Quest. Yeah. So Tyler and I saw the movies then, and then I decided to rewatch them all two weeks ago to prepare for this, which was a bad idea because I really think I needed Tyler or someone like Tyler with me to watch these to enjoy them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, So yeah, that gives you a kind of rough idea of where we're at personally with the series, but we'll kind of, what did you think overall, everyone? Of all the movies, anyone I thought like, first? sorry, <laughs> the first one, like going back and rewatching the series, the first one feels so different from the rest of them. Like it's just like so mm-hmm. much worse. Like it's so bad, right? What? And I think that's the first movie. Are you for what? I feel like it's the most like cringy. Like it's the hardest to watch. They're all cringy. They're all cringy. Okay. The fourth one is by far the hardest yeah. movie to watch. <laughs> it is so horrible. The first one was the one that I was like, I'll give it a chance. Like, yeah, the baseball the game one, and everything after was actually interesting. Oh. My, yeah, after the my, second I, I, I thought it was, I don't know. I like the baseball game scene. Yeah. It's I thought cool. it was cool. I think the first one is the only one that has an American like a stylistic time. voice. Like, it's the only what? one that has. You don't think any the second one of, does? No. 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 The second no. one is like. Depression. It made me give up on the whole thing. I yeah. was like, nope. The second one, nothing <laughs> happens, and it's like dog shit because it's all Jacob Central. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is. It's literal dog yeah. shit because Jacob's a fucking dog. 
But he's not even a dog yet <laughs> until no, I get he does. He, he right. oh yeah. It's like halfway sure, through. He, does, he doesn't even go yeah. dog mode. <laughs> yeah, Leah mm-hmm. kind of is Team Jacob if she thinks the second one is great. The second movie is the only movie where you're like, oh wait, Jacob might be like kind of okay. No. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because he turns. Into- <laughs> he's like no. an okay dude in the second one, but then after that, he like goes downhill. He's not even like okay because of the movie scene, the scene where they go to the movie together. Her, her. Okay, that's because of his raging wolf hormones. Shrink. Yeah, yeah, he's going through it. Okay, but, but he's still he's long hair, which we said was when he was okay, and he really isn't okay in that scene. I like him in that movie. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think okay i thought like the mirages of edward in that movie were really funny. those are funny oh yeah, those they're are my favorite so funny. <laughs> like her on he's a bike like, <laughs> he's like stop it <laughs> just randomly appears in shots he goes lie <laughs> it, it's like uh brad pitt in fight club um where before he actually shows up in the movie uh, he's randomly spliced in for like a single shot or like a single frame. So like Brad Pitt will just blink in and out of frame in like the first half hour of Fight Club. And that's literally like Edward in New Moon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you want my opinion on this series overall, Shrey, I kind of yeah. covered it. Um, yeah. I think in the intro where I like, I enjoyed the world building part and then I don't know. When it wasn't that, I, it wasn't that interesting to me. Okay. Um, Paige, how about you? So you've only seen, like, the first two, really, but... Mm-hmm. But I do know about, like, the other three, like, through friends and stuff, but honestly, I agree with Shrey. My first one was the fav- my, my favorite, personally, um, and I think for me, that's because the first one had a female director, and I just feel like female directors are so much better at portraying women as you can imagine and then from there it was just male directors and like that goes downhill for me um so I think like Bella was a lot more like likable or like at least like realistic in the first one and then yeah but so for the first two I think I'm on Trey's side um definitely a weird experience overall though yeah (laughs) those are my thoughts um, I think Tyler and I had the same opinion when we watched these together, which is that like they're all kind of the same mm-hmm. in terms they, of they blend together in terms of yeah. technical skill or like just general quality to the point where uh, I gave each and every one of them one star out of five because I couldn't, nice. oh, that's I couldn't <laughs> like I could rank them but I couldn't really tell you what the differences were in what they did good and what they did bad it's just like a gut feeling that oh this one's worse but it's not worse <laughs> to the point where it deserves more or less no I think I feel that but really only for the second and third movies because the rest of them have like different enough storylines that I can differentiate them but they're all kind of the same structure it's like, my problem was that the middle the three, second one has a little bit of a different structure than the fourth one yeah. the other ones are all like there's a big bed and my problem is like the middle three nothing and they happens. have to confront it like the plot really up. doesn't advance in the middle three you you get the inciting incident in the first and you get the closing stuff in the fifth and then the middle three is just like a shit ton of filler to get you there 
I guess. I think they kind of, that's like where they develop some of the, the world, I think, where they tell like the story behind the wolves and like, yeah, I don't know, you get to learn more about the powers mm-hmm. or whatever, just kind of that. Mm-hmm. I, I like that part. But yeah, I, really I like agree. The, it doesn't sorry. advance like the, the plot that much, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say I like when they talk about like the like head vampires, like the V. The Volturi. Vol- mm-hmm. That was like the coolest part of the plot for me. The after that, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, the end of the second movie was I liked that. That was the best mm-hmm. part. Um, Neil and Leah, what did you guys think overall of the series? Well, I just got destroyed. So <laughs> I still really like the second movie. I think it's. Mm-hmm. I don't know, um, but I would agree. Like the uh, this the plot lines of all the the books and the movies are really similar. Like it's they introduce an issue. Jacob gets or not Jacob Edward usually gets all mad and then like leaves Bella feeling lost and then something happens where Bella has to hop on a plane and go somewhere and that's pretty much how all of them are set up. <laughs> um, but I think like one of the reasons why I got back into it was honestly like the era that the movies came out like just watching them feels so nostalgic and and fun so but yeah mm-hmm. I would yeah agree. these I'm, movies make you feel fun i think <laughs> i think these are like a perfect like group watch movie like you get people that are going to have a fun time watching it but you can't That's watch so it true. yourself if you watch it by yourself it's like i watch you some of well myself yeah, I mean, I did too, and I felt like death. <laughs> well, with your little sister in eighth grade, that's <laughs> how I feel. But I think, like, see, like for me, the first movie, I watched it, and I was like, okay, I didn't like it. I'll give the second one a chance. I watched the second one, and I was like, I don't want anything to do with this. And then I watched the last three, and I think because I went in with that kind of mindset where I just don't want to be here in general like that's why they were torture for me i i truly hate them all but <laughs> i think oh if I, <laughs> I really hate these movies but if i mm-hmm. i think if i watched them like with a group maybe like you guys are uh went in with an open mind and maybe i would enjoy them yeah maybe a little bit more <laughs> maybe all right so now we got kind of like some general thoughts out of the way so uh we're going to kind of get into you know a bit deeper about each movie individually and we're going to rank them um so the way we do this is we'll go through each movie in release order uh each person will say where they rank it what they rate it overall and then we'll just you know talk about the movie so wait i have a question for you guys before we go into each movie if you don't mind so i was just wondering like as like for people who watch like really serious movies or like really serious like directors and stuff like that and you like I feel like you'd want to like naturally analyze a movie and like pick it apart and like find what you like about it and stuff like that what is it like watching just like a trash set of movies like this (laughs) being people who are like really into like good movies let me tell you Paige I don't watch that many good movies (laughs) I mean we love we love trash like mm-hmm. yeah. yeah two months we ago, did the we did, whole guilty pleasure month. yeah we did a full mm-hmm. month of just movies that, that was were, the like, best terrible. month that was my favorite one yeah honestly <laughs> that was the that was my favorite set of episodes to do because like Paige said we're so used to watching like generally well accepted movies 
and watching yeah. a bunch mm-hmm. of shitty movies is just so funny. And when you're when we watch them together, it makes it so much more fun. I wish we can do it sometime in the near future, but yeah, it's a good time. Yeah, I think sometimes you kind of like change your mindset a little bit because I'm like, I'm gonna watch a movie like Barnyard. I'm not gonna be like sitting <laughs> yeah. there analyzing it, or, taking like, notes. Yeah, like really specific points. I'm just gonna like watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think try like, to enjoy it with movies like Twilight. When you go into watching them, uh, like if you've been watching a lot of like good stuff, you know, you you definitely change your mindset where you're not gonna like analyze themes maybe as much or like Mm -hmm. the technical skill but you are gonna like still narrow in on every little detail that is wrong with this Mm -hmm. i feel like while watching but that's like what makes it enjoyable Mm -hmm. is finding all the dumb shit like shitty dialogue dumb character choices Mm -hmm. and everything like that i feel like pointing that out is the fun of watching these yeah because i was scrolling through your episodes and i think it was like your first episode you did like tarantino I was like, how do you go from a Tarantino movie to like Percy Jackson? Like, it's just yeah. doesn't... <laughs> Percy Jackson good. You know, we're kind of like <laughs> running out of like the good stuff to talk about. So now we got to like dive into the dungeon. Right. Pick out the Twilight <laughs> movies. We're very diverse in our selections. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So, kicking our rankings off with the original uh, Twilight. Um, where did where does everyone place this in the ranking of the five movies and what do you rate it out of five? Five stars. Five stars. It's, are you, that's the, the scale, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm asking. I'm not saying <laughs> yeah. I rated five stars. Yeah, that sounds like a very definitive five stars statement. Where do you rank it, Andrew? And how do you rate it? First Twilight. Yeah. Out of five I would stars. probably rated as my number one yeah i would agree number one and i would probably give it like two and a half stars okay i'm pretty i i don't know i i think i enjoyed watching it (laughs) i like i said i i like the baseball scene and like the stuff after that i was like kind of invested in when I was watching it mm-hmm. and before that I was a little confused I was like like the first time when Edward like stopped that car crash that was I don't know I was impressed kind of <laughs> and there's this one scene where he like flicks an apple up with his foot and like catches it oh, that's because they're trying to recreate the cover of the oh. book well yeah. like I don't know. I I thought that was neat. They just like started doing random cool vampire shit. And I was like, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I think the best random cool vampire shit is during the baseball scene when Jasper's batting and he does the whole bat flip thing. You know, like he flips it around, kicks it up and then catches it and then swings and hits a home run or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stuff like that. I just like seeing. And yeah. I feel like the first movie had much more of any of that than any of the other ones. Yeah, I would say so. I also put it at first, but I gave it one star. I think I really wanted to really enjoy these and like genuinely like like them beyond them like liking them for being shitty, but that just it really didn't happen. Like you can, I can enjoy them, but I can't legitimately enjoy them like I can with some other shitty movies. I feel like there are parts that I do enjoy, 
but it, it's also maybe because they are fucking terrible. But this one gets first place because it has the most distinct voice and style. It also has like a look like the whole green tinted look throughout the entire movie. Mm -hmm. That's gone by the next four. The next four are all just like kind of yellow. I I thought that any of the tints kind of bothered me. Isn't the second movie like blue? No. The second one seems blue. The poster is is yellow and the movie I feel like is very yellow too. That's all of them have like a, a blue filter over the top. That sucks all the color out of the whole movie. They do, but Twilight is the most like it has very it looks very green and it kind of evokes kind of some emotions or a mood, which is more yeah, than that's I think true. any of the others are when at the end of the movie Edward had to suck the venom out yeah. and not keep going. That was kind of that was intense. Okay. Yeah. Uh, where, well, where I read sorry i read on wikipedia that she had like a c-section did they show that that's in the fourth movie Uh they showed the whole thing kind of show yeah that's intense uh her i would say her her pregnancy belly also is kind of like it seems very solid like when they (laughs) when he like drives a knife in yeah like do the c-section Oh, there's like she's there's carrying like, a vampire baby. Okay, it's gonna yeah, be a little bit like, different than a the vampire like, baby. Looks exactly like the normal baby, and it's half human. Okay, but there's like crunching noises when he drives the knife in, and it it's feels really, like oh. it feels like it's just like a painted watermelon, and they're just you know they just <laughs> stuck that on there. <laughs> no, because they had the crunching noises because they started with the knife, and then he just yeah. was going in like yeah. without the knife, like just sticks his hand in it with like his baby out. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so that's the fourth movie though. I yeah, that was a weird one. Yeah. Um, did anyone else have the original as the first ranked one? Yeah, I did. I did. Neil did. Mm-hmm. Leah's going to be the only one that had it at last. <laughs> it's not. I don't have it as last, okay? Mm-hmm. It's my third. I, okay. Oh, that's, yeah. okay. But I think yeah, I, I have, have it. it. Sorry, Nina, you go ahead. No, no, go, no, go, ahead. go ahead. I was going to say, I think I have it first because what we were talking about earlier, like the tint they have on the whole film yeah. I, not to analyze the cinematography of Twilight, but it's just like <laughs> it was like a good vibe. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it matched. Yeah, I think that's also where like the feeling of it being iconic comes from mm-hmm. is the whole look of it. You know, maybe mm-hmm. it's not a good look, but it's memorable. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I also had it first uh, because, well, like I said, it's the only one that like kept me motivated to keep watching a little bit because I did enjoy the scene with the uh when they were in when when the last one when Edward fights James like that whole thing was okay but then uh yeah I still put it at what one and a half stars I think (laughs) yeah so you guys are tough fans Tyler what about you um help me out here is this the one with um Edward and he he's like shiny. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this is like the second best one then. Um, pretty much for that alone. That that scene is just so fun. <laughs> um, that and then also when they introduce like some plot points at the beginning and the town is called Forks. I remember 
I remember when they say, um, oh, like our town is called Forks. I cracked up for like five minutes straight. I could not stop laughing at that. Tyler, you know I, Forks is a real place, right? Yeah, so I, I remember, I remember like, I remember looking up afterwards, like, because we were talking about this. We had this conversation. Like, I, I didn't know that Forks was real. And, um, and then you were like, yeah, I think it's a real place. So I Googled it. And it's, it's real, apparently. And I, I, I'm just, that's so fun. I wish I lived there. It's you the have best to go town. Visit. I'm gonna have to use it at some point. You have to. It's um, like pilgrimage. Yeah. We're gonna have to make our way over there at some point. Yes, that's I'm so nah, down. man. Um, but yeah, I think that like this movie, um, for those two reasons, it's gotta be the second best. Yeah. Um, I would say this one also gets points for having some stuff that's memorable. Like we talked about the baseball scene, um, oh, yeah. you've got you've got the spider monkey line. Um, I think the wait, what spider monkey line? Uh, where he takes he takes Bella to his house to meet his family, and then they're all being weird. So he takes her out into the woods, and then he makes her climb onto his back. He's like, "You better oh, hold on and they're jumping around, and then they jump around <laughs> around trees." I thought that was cool, though. Goals, uh, yeah. Honestly sure what do you mean? i like the sure. spider monkey line <laughs> i'll say that um right. yeah i i'm trying to think of what else oh i you know who i want to talk about i want to talk about the asian friend the one asian friend i forget what his name is uh there's an asian friend yes his name is eric he's oh yeah yeah he's in the first movie a lot and then he like doesn't he doesn't seem like an actual human like he doesn't talk like people do he just says words and statements that have like no meaning or anything and i'm pretty sure he reminds me of jar jar binks yeah i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure they gave him like no dialogue which, you know, is on point for Hollywood with Asians is just, like, giving him no script. Yeah. And then, like, they let him improvise. And the guy was not good at improvising. <laughs> and so, like, <laughs> they slowly reduced the number of lines he had in movies to the point where, you know, he shows up in Breaking Dawn Part 1 for the wedding. But he's, like, the only one of Bella's high school friends who doesn't speak because they probably told him to shut the fuck up so that he didn't say stupid shit. <laughs> like... Yeah. Like this is in the second one, but um when Bella's like, you wanna see that new action movie, uh face punch. Oh he's yeah. Like, he's like, Yeah, isn't that that movie where the where the guy punches the face and stuff like that? It's like oh <laughs> it's it's so bad. It's just so so bad. And I'm I can't it feels so unnatural and like sure, that's like something real, I would say. No, but like <laughs> just the way he delivers the line is bad also. Like, okay, sure. Like saying is face punch the movie where the guy gets punched in the face. That's like a funny line if it's delivered well. But this guy has no like timing or delivery skills at all. So the line just is fucking terrible. What we're trying to say is Andrew, you could have played his character. Yeah. You should have tried out for the part. How old were you at the time? Seven? You could have done it. At the time of New Moon, he was probably eight, eight or nine. I, I think he could have done it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could have done it all. Yeah. I'd do it. So, you know, I'm sad that they didn't give my guy 
some actual lines because he definitely improved his entire part in the four movies that he was in <laughs> and or well improved in three of them because the fourth one he was shut up but Uh, anyone have any other parts they want to say about the original Twilight? Defend well, it, maybe. Okay, or... I did want to talk about this. So you talked about... Sorry, Paige, were you going to say something? No, you can okay. go ahead. You talked about how the sparkling scene was really funny. <laughs> but I actually very much appreciate that with this saga, I guess, they kind of go a different direction with vampires is like, normal. I can just, like... The way they work, I guess, um, like how they sparkle in the sunlight. <laughs> I felt like that kind of makes sense because when they die, they also just kind of shatter. So it's more like they're a gemstone or something. Like they're literally dead and like dried out. So That's it kind of deep. makes sense that they would sparkle in the sunlight too. I just I thought that was think, neat. I think I still think the best take on vampires being in sunlight comes from what we do in the shadows and minions. Where in what we do in the shadows, uh, they get set on fire, and in minions in the intro scene where it shows all the minions being served like minions for different like famous oh. villains, they're like <laughs> they're like Dracula's minions, and on his like 111th birthday, they open his his, his like blinds and everything, <laughs> and he instantly turns into like, dust. Yeah. No, Why do no, I know no, what no, you're no. talking about? <laughs> but that's like the standard vampire. Trope. Yeah, but I and think I appreciated they just, that they went a different direction. With I appreciate they went in a different direction, but I still think that minions and what we do in the shadows did vampires in the sunlight better. I just wanted to defend the sparkling. <laughs> I like the sparkles. I I think I remember when like there was like some graphic novels for Twilight, like based off of the movies rather than the books that had come out like a couple of years after the movies did. And so someone I knew was reading them and she was reading the sparkling scene in the graphic novel. And the way they drew it was just so funny because they have to like, it looked kind of like a manga when, you know, when they make like a very handsome man, they put like shit tons of like sparkle stuff yeah. all over them. Well, he is a very handsome man, Trey. I mean, yes, I agree. That's why we're Team Edward all the way. I'm sorry, I'm not invested in Twilight enough to read the manga. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, for the first movie, that soundtrack is so good. Like that soundtrack when is. They just... play baseball. Yeah, I will say, mm-hmm. supermassive black hole in the baseball scene. Great use of music there. I have you that have CD in my CD. car. Plays all the time. <laughs> Just nice. 24-7. It does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, the music is decent. They've got an iconic piece tied to them with the first movie. Mm-hmm. Robert Pattinson the- is on that soundtrack. He <laughs> wrote a song and is on that soundtrack. What? Yes. So. I know that. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I wanted to ask because we were talking about like acting skills earlier. If mm-hmm. I remember right, Kristen Stewart won like actress of the decade or something, right? Like she was like won like a Recently? huge actress award. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. That makes like sense. a couple of years, like maybe one or yeah. two years ago. Do you guys think Twilight contributed to that? Or no, 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 no. <laughs> no way. I, I, I think say, like I think Robert Pattinson did a pretty decent job. I think he did good with the shit he was given he was just given nothing yeah 
Like I say, I think he was probably the best actor in all the movies. Uh, no, Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> the dad. I think Kristen did what she was expected to do. Like that's what yeah, they yeah. wanted her to do. And so that's agree. what she did. Yeah. I would, yeah, and it jump started her career too, you know? Yeah. Like I think Kristen she, Stewart's like amazing. Yeah. Like she's a I, great I actress. Her. But Twilight, she looks like she's like either having a very painful orgasm or a very painful <laughs> shit every time she has to speak. Like like just look at her facial expression. She looks so yes. uncomfortable every single time she speaks. It's not even like when she's saying something tough. It's just when she's saying basic shit. Mm-hmm. Like when she's saying face punch, she like looks like she wants to die. <laughs> she looks like she wants to get face punched. Yeah. Yeah, I w- I looked up. I was trying to find the award I was talking about and she did win a Razzie for every single Twilight movie. So nice. she's killing it, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Must be now, you know, she's playing um, Diana, Princess Diana, mm-hmm. in a movie that looks very good and it's gotten very good reviews. So we know she's doing well. She just had to, you know, do Twilight to get there. Mm-hmm. And obviously, our King Robert Pattinson is, you know, shitting and farting in the, the White House and you know, playing Batman. So he's also been doing well. God, Taylor Lautner has not been doing stuff because he was awful in the saga in the entire series just terrible. it was good in Shark no Love girl though okay okay that. <laughs> i thought you were gonna say in one of these five and i was gonna be like and no. you're gonna have to like leave no his skill doesn't change throughout this saga yeah but it has declined since his childhood yeah i'm sorry taylor <laughs> <laughs> do you know they didn't bring him back for the shark boy and lava girl sequel there's a sequel it came out last year on Christmas. It's called We Can Be Heroes. It's a Netflix original. It like oh, takes wow. place within the Shark Boy and Lava Girl universe, but they recast, I think, just Shark Boy. I think Lava Girl is the same actress, but I think Taylor Lautner is not Shark Boy. Wow. They saw what we saw in Twilight. And like, <laughs> we can't afford to have that in here. <laughs> uh, all right, moving on to New Moon, which. I'm going to take a wild guess and say, Leah, that's your number one. That is my number one. Oh, God. All right, explain. Um, I don't know. I like. I really also like the soundtrack for this movie. There's some really good songs in there. Like, my favorite scene is when she's sitting in the chair. That, like, two-minute scene or whatever condensed maybe, like, four or five chapters mm-hmm. of the book, you know? And it's, like, her going through the years, and she's just, or not the year, but uh, months, and she's, like, super depressed. The song they use during that is just such a good song. Um, but What's I don't know. I think it's what? What's the song? It's like uh, Possibility by, I forgot. I think it starts with a K, but I can't remember. Um, but it just makes me sad. And I think that's why I like it. It's Numb by mm-hmm. Linkin Park. No, it's not. <laughs> that's a good song, though. It would have worked. The second Twilight just turns into a Transformers movie and they use Linkin Park for Linkin Park is on the soundtrack of the first movie. I know, but Linkin Park is the only soundtrack for all five Transformers movies. (laughs) (laughs) And then once Linkin Park stopped making music, they they took Imagine Dragons for the fourth one. No! A spiritual (laughs) successor. Downgrade. (laughs) 
Um, all right, so we know whether we had put it in first. Uh, I personally put it in fourth because it is so Jacob Central, and I hate him, and I hate everything about Taylor Lautner's performance, so it had to be that low. Uh, but that's all I root. That's the only opinion I have on it because I, I honestly don't know what happens to advance this plot in this movie. Like the only thing that I remember happening is her going to Italy and stopping Edward from taking two extra steps. Yeah, that was. It the best also part. serves as a way. Like this is when we find out that Jacob's a werewolf and that, you know, that they're in the book. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. that is really the main aspect, I think. Yeah. And also that he's like a whiny bitch. I well, mean, yeah, you could kind of tell yeah. he was a werewolf from the first movie. I don't no. think so. no. I think that's it was kind of obvious. What, I think that's just what you knew going in, Andrew. He told they, the story about the wolf tribe and the treaty with the Collins or the Colin people or whatever. Is that, he comes from a Native American tribe, so I think that was like a folk thing that they were Yeah. You know? you're supposed to assume it's just a folk thing. like if you're going in blind you're not thinking jacob's a werewolf in the first movie did anyone go into these movies blind i do remember watching the first movie and being like wait jacob's not a werewolf like what's going on wait yeah. Neil, like, i was surprised did you expect him to be a werewolf when you no i did it? not no i did not okay. but when when he was a werewolf i was like this is still stupid <laughs> 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 okay so maybe i was biased yeah uh where'd you put this one andrew i i think i can't decide so i'm gonna put it at a tie for a second with um breaking dawn part two because okay i think i, I like both these movies more than the other ones mm-hmm. i can't decide yeah, what would you one. rate this one if this one's your favorite what would I rate it? Rate it? Rate it, um, yeah. You got a five. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's okay. No judgment. I don't know. I don't know how to rate these because they're like, I know that they're objectively bad. Yeah, just make up a number. I get yeah. it. I would rate it like a three. Okay. Um. Page, would this be like your second since you've only seen like two of them? Yeah, <laughs> well, this is my yeah. second. <laughs> is this, but is I, there like a very like big gap in between them, or would you say it's close or what? Um, well, I think I agree. Like, less happened in this movie, and no one really likes Jacob, so it was hard to <laughs> watch him. Um, but yeah, I think it is a pretty big gap, but. I I think it's like second or at least high up there for the same reason that Leah gave like that scene of her sitting in the chair at the beginning it, like I saw these movies like two years ago it's like in my brain like I remember it I can hear the song like that was like a good <laughs> 10 out of 10 scene um, and then I just um, I just love the the scenes where she's like doing something dangerous and then Edward pops up. Those are so funny. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Like, I like that. That's the only logical explanation. Like she could reach, like, I miss this guy. So I'm going to go like kill myself so I can like fake see him. Um, Those are very funny, (laughs) but yeah, my top two. (laughs) Yeah. I kind of have a pet peeve though. They never explain how the Edward visions occur. Like, is it part of his mind power 
And also, oh, Bella has a shield from vampire psychic powers. So how would that even work? I think Bella is just so insane just that like she's literally hallucinating it. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure Edward is like actually talking to her. No, because he's not aware of like anything that's really happening to her because he doesn't have that power. I was very confused then. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing makes sense in these movies, Andrew. No one makes sensible decisions or has any reasonable power. No, because, I don't know. He was, like, giving her actual real advice, and it was advice that did not be... It wouldn't be the advice she would give herself. It doesn't all make he was sense. saying was, don't jump off that cliff. I thought that yeah. was literally all he was saying. No, there are a couple different things. No. Like survival advice. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, and just bad logic. Didn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Neil Tyler. Where would you put this? Um, so <laughs> I had this one at dead last. I'm I'm sorry, Leah. I know that you're a fan. Um I uh I really don't remember much about the plot. I, I even like read the summaries recently just to try and jog my memory. Um, but like everyone's been saying, not a ton happens in this one. And there's also just a lack of Edward that really brings it down. Um, <laughs> yeah. When you're left with just Jacob, well, then Jacob is like fine. But when you're left with just Jacob for like the majority of the movie, things kind of drag. And um, yeah, I just remember this one kind of cracked me up the most because it, it just is so empty and like everything that made the first one tolerable is gone by the time this one rolls around um and like neil said i feel like i hit this point and i was like do i even keep watching is it worth it <laughs> this, this is the movie that makes you question your sanity in the twilight saga so it's last yeah and neil i fully agree with tyler but there is one more movie that we'll get to later that's worse than this one so i have it at fourth Okay. It's true. There's the worst one. Wait, um, I, I want to know what the worst one is. We'll you'll, you'll find out. <laughs> um, I just had one last thing I wanted to say about this one, um, where uh, you guys were talking about the scene with Bella sitting in the chair and being depressed. Like, okay. <laughs> As a scene, sure, it works. Nothing happened um, from that scene. It didn't yeah, contribute. But mm-hmm. I, I saw like a video recently about how that's like one of the worst depictions of like mental health in like a movie in that like what it's putting on screen especially for the audience that like twilight was aimed towards like bella being so fucking invested in this one guy who she fell in love with after Mm -hmm. two days to the point where nothing is all right for her for months yeah until until he's until she's Mm -hmm. like literally back with him like it was very unhealthy i don't think any part of this series was a good role model for anybody watching it like like, i do not think i mean the whole second movie she's literally just trying to kill herself because she misses edward so much yeah Mm -hmm. and i think that i would say that that's a grounds for this being the worst one Mm -hmm. i think there is potential for shirtless jacob making people work out okay yeah but see that's not the audience that is really going into these movies Mm -hmm. no yeah i agree i don't think it was memorable for me because i was like oh so true i it was just like it was just like sad like yeah (laughs) yeah. 
Um, oh yeah, this is also I think the one where like at the beginning she keeps on talking about how like Edward's a fucking creep for being like a hundred years old or something and dating her and be when she's like seventeen, <laughs> uh-huh. and they they play it off as like a joke, but also it's like you're right, mm-hmm. he is. Mm-hmm. Well, didn't she have the vision where like uh, she like grows mm-hmm. up and she gets old and then he stays young and yeah. she's like, ah, that's fucked up. Yeah, and but he's still okay. older than her. Yeah, he still is. Right. He's he still lived for like two hundred years, and she's that's still true. only seventeen. <laughs> the best is like the scene. I don't remember what movie it is, but he's like you know literally a hundred and seven or however old he is. And he like won't have sex with Bella because yeah. he wants to be married. <laughs> oh my mm-hmm. god! And he like puts it on her. He's like, it's it's like for you. Like I'm doing this for you. <laughs> and they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> How to catch? I'm Chris Hansen. How to catch? Would have been so this. good if that if the entire series just built up to that scene, like in the <laughs> second or third one. <laughs> it's like a post credit scene. Not even a post credit scene. The movie just like the in the third that's, movie that happens, and then the rest of the movies never came out because that's how the series ends. Is Chris Hansen yeah. caught Edward? That'd be hilarious. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's. If no one's got anything else to say about New Moon, let's move on to Eclipse. Um. I can kick us off. This one's dead center for me because, uh. I feel like the least amount of stuff happens, but also because the least amount of stuff happens, it's also the least offensive of the movies. <laughs> so it's like, it's right in between. It hits that sweet spot where, you know, it's nothing terrible is happening, but also nothing is happening. For me, yeah, this I, was, oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, I put it center too, because I honestly don't remember this one as much as the other four. Um, this was my last because I don't remember what happens in it. I remember like watching half of it and just being like, I don't think I can get through the rest of it. And that's mm-hmm. how that went. So. Dang. Well, I rank this fourth because I think there is a worse movie. Mm-hmm. I still don't remember what happened, but I remember being glad that Edward is back. Yeah. I agree. It's better for having Edward in it. Uh-huh. A memorable scene is the training sequence, though. I don't know why they're training. I don't know what oh, the yeah. fuck they're fighting for, but I know they're training for something. Oh, is this the one where that Victoria lady is trying to like get revenge on Bella? Yeah. Oh, okay. There are mate, some terrible right? scenes in this that definitely put it below, like the first and second ones that I have ranked. We'll this one, like, the stakes just weren't there. It was, yeah. like, I don't know. Not yeah. great. This is one this is one, the one of the where Bella... Jacob's behavior. Is this one where Bella dies and then Edward has to, like, take the... Never mind. No, that's, <laughs> that the, might that's be the, the next one. one. That's the end of the fourth. Okay. Which is the next one, yeah. Uh, Tyler, did you also put this dead center? Yeah, I actually am pretty much on board with you, Sheree. I think this one is um, dead center in the rankings. It's also in the middle of the movies. Um, really, I don't remember much of this one either. <laughs> I feel like I feel like these 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 two, like the second and the third one, um, just not a ton happens. And yeah, it's it's 
third for me. At least one yeah. star. Their whole so there's a big battle at the end of this one. I don't know why it's happening. I don't know what their strategy is. I don't know what the fuck they're doing to prepare. It's for happening it. because it's revenge on Edward. Okay. Killing that guy in the first movie, sure. That's happening. Sure. But I don't know what any of their battle strategy is or why they do some of the things they do to prepare, like why they keep like what they're doing with Charlie. Like they keep doing like sending him places or like going to his place for some reasons. I don't know why they do that at all. I don't know why they go anywhere, who they're bringing, why they're bringing them. Like, I don't know what they're doing in that battle. They're learning to fight newborns is is what I understood. <laughs> yeah. As in newborn vampires, not newborn babies. (laughs) But then I don't get what their strategy is with, you know, camping out in that place that they do. Yeah, I I didn't understand. (laughs) And um, one of the worst scenes in the entire series happens here. Um, Mm. It is the camping scene uh, the night before the battle where Bella is freezing cold. Oh no! And Edward can't keep her warm because his body is ice cold and his skin is ice cold because he's a vampire. So Jacob climbs into the tent, shirt mm-hmm. off, and he decides to cuddle her because, face it, I'm hotter than you, which is a real line in this movie yeah. that they say with no irony. That was that a very thing. uncomfortable scene because also um, earlier in the movie, I'm pretty sure... Jacob advances on Bella and she's like, no, go away. Yeah, she punches him in the face, doesn't she? Yeah. And, and breaks, breaks her, hand. her hand. Yeah. But then she kisses him anyways. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Cause because the and next then... the next the next day after she cuddles him to sleep, um, she like I think Edward proposes to her or whatever. Like he talks about how they're gonna yeah. get married. Oh yeah. Jacob overhears them and then he's like, I'm gonna kill myself if you don't love me. Yeah, well at that point. <laughs> I, I I don't even I think she's just kissing him to keep him on their side. Exactly, but so he's he's going to kill himself. He's like, I'm going to kill myself because you don't love me. And then she kisses him, and that's enough for him to be like, okay, I'm not going to kill myself anymore. <laughs> and then yeah. she tells him, she tells, doesn't she say that she loves him? But yeah. she Edward says, I love like, you, but I love Edward more. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Edward finds out about it. He's like, ah, it's all good. He's like, yeah. I know. He doesn't even care. <laughs> like the kiss is enough of a big deal for him to think that she loves him like right. enough to not kill himself but also he knows that she doesn't love him so it, stupid. It, it makes the, no sense the line that bothers me the most is when jacob is like she loves me but she just won't admit it to herself and i'm like oh whoa i don't know yeah, that's jacob, like Jacob gets kind of rapey in the third one, not gonna lie. Like he's very just not a good person at all. Hopefully I mean, he completes like the trend his wolf hormones. Yeah, we're yeah, we've got <laughs> worse things to talk about with Jacob later on in the series, but yeah. Um I, I think that's a, that about covers Eclipse, right? So let's move on to Breaking Dawn part one, which I think all of us agree is the worst one. Leah had to go, so she no longer mm-hmm. can voice her opinion on the matter. But I think the rest she of us all agree. The worst one, I thought. Yeah, 
the rest of us agree that this is the worst one, correct? I, I had it at second uh, second to worst, but it's it's close. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I had New Moon in, in the, at the bottom spot. Yeah. And Neil and Andrew? Definitely yeah. bottom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did not like this movie. <laughs> the... I don't even know where to start with this one. <laughs> well, doesn't it doesn't it start with the wedding? Isn't it? It starts no, with the wedding. No, so it starts with the start wedding, with the, right? It doesn't even start with the wedding. Like the first scene. The first scene, I think, is Jacob getting the wedding invitation, seeing it, and then storming out of his house and throwing it down in the rain so he could see that it's a wedding invitation. And he's mad about that, even though he knew in the previous movie and maybe even the movie before that Edward and Bella were in love and going to get married. Well, the first important thing that happens is they get married. Yes, and then they get married. They but Jacob, honeymoon. but Jacob's not at the wedding, and then he shows up late to the wedding and dances with Bella. And then he's like, "You're not going to have a real honeymoon." And she's like, "It's going to be as real as any other honeymoon." And which then he means says, she's going to fuck gonna Edward. Killed. And he's like, "You, you can't be serious. You're going to die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. he's going to fuck you to death, literally." <laughs> That's it like I remember that being too. so much of the concern of like yeah. that 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 first half of the movie is just like that he would be too yeah, strong. Yeah, yeah. Edward will <laughs> literally kill is Bella. too strong. He will literally kill Bella if if this happens. And then his pelvic like, thrust will just break right through her. <laughs> I, I, we'll get to that. We'll get to the, we'll get to the honeymoon in a, in a minute. I don't want to spoil too much, but like, yeah, they're I almost we, right. Yeah. it's almost that is almost the case. like literally the like entire world. The, the entire world is invested in their sex life in this movie. <laughs> like for the first half hour, the entire world wants to know every single detail of how they're gonna fuck to make sure they fuck to have a baby but not kill Bella. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what the movie's built around. It's like that. That bed. It's like I don't think they were planning on having a child. Yeah, they weren't. But the yeah, how are they gonna fuck? They thought it was impossible. Sure. Yeah. 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 How could they think it's impossible? Are they like idiots or something? (laughs) I, I think they just thought that Edward was, you know, firing blanks or just not firing at all. <laughs> well, I think you could be able to tell. Uh, well, I think Edward, you know, being a vampire doesn't have to, you know. So obviously he's he's also still a virgin, but I think also like. That's because he's know, waiting for marriage. It's a personal I think, choice. Yeah, here. I think as a vampire. I think other vampires would have found out. But I think like <laughs> as vampires, they don't really have sex or you know get any pleasure from pleasuring themselves like no, i think straight. like they i think the sex is the movie, purely for bella no listen to this straight in the fifth movie when <laughs> bella becomes a vampire they have crazy sex right oh, that's when true. they're both yeah. vampires <laughs> and then they're like we couldn't stand like being near this other couple for a decade because they were fornicating so much <laughs> And I was like, okay. <laughs> I don't know how the nervous system of a, of a vampire works, but I have a feeling <laughs> straight when he said firing blanks. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't think that's what it was. I think I think his tank is just okay. empty. Like there's nothing to fire. 
He's dried but up. Empty from what? He just, he, how is he dried up? He is a He's not no from, blood. He's when, not they no su- blood. when the vampire turns you into a vampire and they suck your blood out, they also have to suck out, you know. <laughs> your entire ball. Is this real lore? Did you read this somewhere? No, because I mean, that's, that's what I'm guessing it is. Shatter, right? Is this, is no this like a charade theory? <laughs> <laughs> no, see, like Andrew's backing me up. When they when they die they shatter which means they have no liquid left in them which means they're they don't piss they don't shit and they don't come (laughs) (laughs) i think we can move on from this so wait but you said so firing blanks means they still get the feeling they just don't release anything (laughs) (laughs) i thought okay Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, all right. All right. And I no, 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 Andrew. Now we got to talk about the honeymoon. We, the honeymoon we can just say that she got the, pregnant. They baked the bed. This is we were just talking about so, this. The honeymoon. Like the honeymoon is such a crazy part. Like, yeah, Bella does not just get pregnant, Andrew. Yeah, she doesn't. It's not that crazy, and that's why it's my least favorite movie. <laughs> Nothing happens like at all. They literally no. like play chess. For Something weeks. definitely happens. They, they they have sex one night and they destroy the room, and Bella gets hurt during it. Although yes. she doesn't, he doesn't find out until the next day. And you know, so then she's bruised, and then Edward's like, "Okay, I can't fuck you anymore until you're a vampire." And so then they start doing tame activities together, like playing chess on the beach. But apparently. Edward getting checkmated turns him on so much that he decides to fuck <laughs> Bella again. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> and, and then they destroy the room even more. And then the next morning, Bella is pregnant, which I'm assuming happened from the second time and not the first time because of how fast her pregnancy goes. Okay, well, can I continue my, my big yes. issue with this movie? So I feel like, I don't know, my issue with this movie is that like her child is the enemy the entire movie basically like all the other movies have like a big bad like they have a per- and an antagonist yeah not and well, the second movie, one doesn't either antagonist is her child i would say the second and the fifth and it, i don't know the second and the strange. fourth don't have antagonists like the second also it's kind of just like edward the second is, the one is like no, it's really just depression is the antagonist. Yeah, depression or Edwards. So like, but that's why I think the second and fourth one break the structure a little bit. But the fourth one is strange because it's like her child, and it's also like she still wants to keep the child, but it's probably going to kill her. Don't they refer to it as the fetus multiple times? They go back like, and forth. <laughs> Bella really wants to call it chi- baby, and oh. other people want to call it fetus. So it's I kind of like this. a little bit of tension there. I remember this. Tyler and I were watching this and we were like, this is shockingly prescient about the, you know, the whole abortion debate. Like, this yeah. is about 10 yeah. years ahead of its time. <laughs> yeah. So, no, there was like, like, there's a lot to unpack. There, there's like a very intense pregnancy. discussion about whether whether to call it the fetus or the baby. And I guess, uh, I guess Bella is anti-choice. Uh, she's very much in charge of uh, the government regulating women's bodies because she prefers to call it a baby from the moment it is. Uh, I think it's more because she already made her choice that she wants to like. Yeah, I think child. it's just. I think it's more she, personal. Yeah, I don't know. I could see I Bella should. being. I with Bella being the level of crazy she is. I could see Bella being, you know, an anti-women's choice 
advocate. I could in see it, but I don't think that's why. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, and then like the rest of the movie is just her being pregnant and having this kid. Yeah. And then the and weirdest part to me is at the wait. end, Jacob imprints on her baby. The, and what does that mean? Explained yeah, wait, 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 Andrew, 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 Andrew you're, slow, you're skipping around. Wait, you I'm sorry. Okay, there's <laughs> so much to talk we about. Can we can break down. Like, it's just all of it's shitty that we have to talk about, it, and that's why it's bad. Like this is not like the second where nothing happens. So much stuff happens in this one, but it's all shitty, and we have to. Talk okay, about we can it. break it down a bit more. You're yeah. talking about like the C-section and everything. No, just yeah. like everything going into it. Also, okay, like, I don't so even remember what the well. Okay, the, I remember that the pregnancy, the baby. I I remember a point where the baby needed blood because I guess it's like <laughs> half vampire. Yeah. So she had to drink. I don't know whose blood it was. It was from a hospital, I, just, I think. Yeah, because <laughs> Carlisle works at the hospital, so doctor. he has like blood donors' blood. Yeah, and so he mm-hmm. just brings her blood in like a sippy cup that she just. Yeah. You see her drinking Delicious. thick blood through like a plastic oh straw. You see the blood coming up through the straw and how thick and how slow it is to get up there because of it oh, being that. Viscosity. It's a boba straw. Exactly. <laughs> it's so funny. She's just sucking up blood clots too. Those are the oh yeah. Before she Stop. before she started, she was like, <laughs> did the break? <laughs> I had to mix it up a bit. <laughs> oh my god! I have unfinished boba right next to me. I'm throwing it away. I can't. Yeah. No, you got to finish Can we see what color it is? Because if yeah. you have some like watermelon boba. Okay. Hold on. Oh God! I almost <laughs> got the strawberry one, so I'm glad I didn't. By the way, Leah says four <laughs> nice. is fourth on our list. So okay. Pretty in line. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, but I still like the tapioca in it. I'm not gonna drink that. <laughs> um. Okay. Let's get into the C section, Tyler. You want? Yeah. To what did you want to unpack so bad? <laughs> well, Tyler wanted to talk about the C section. It. I cool. already talked about how her her stomach looks like a painted watermelon, and when yeah, they dig the knife in, it like crunches, and then as they drag it, it crunches more, and it sounds like they're cutting a watermelon or something. Oh, it's just it's like it okay. feels like a solid mass. Do you guys remember if this movie was like PG thirteen? Yeah, it was right. Yeah, all of them are PG thirteen. Yeah, because like I remember watching this, and it, it was kind of brutal. Like they don't really mm-hmm. shy away too much from. From the C-section. Um, There's some fucking disgusting body horror in this movie. Yeah. Oh Pretty much the entire, like from, from that point until the very end is just like super bloody, super gory almost. Um, just kind of kind of brutal. And like, maybe that's what they were going for. Like maybe they yeah. wanted to show, you know, like. A, like How a, fucked up it is. Yeah. I don't, I want to say like accurate C-section because it's probably not true, but just like a like a like a like a just a like a really terrible botched uh, attempt at one. I don't know, and, and, and none like, of these people are actually doctors or anything either. Because right, yeah, Doctor Colin is yeah. isn't, isn't the, the Colin one guy, is, but is, uh, he's not there because he's like Colin isn't like gone doing something else. What's so his name? Carlisle, right? Carlisle. Carlisle. Yeah. So it's just he's like the one who's supposed to Alice, be. I think. Yeah. And so I gotta yeah, say, they just start like chopping since, into her. <laughs> yeah, since we're on the topic of Carlisle, I gotta say, Twilight is a movie for uh Dilf enthusiasts. Okay. I would say Charlie and hot. Carlisle are, you know, the top two characters in the series. 
then maybe like Edward, and then everybody <laughs> else is just miles of dog shit. Yeah, Carlisle's mm-hmm. awesome. He's yeah. he's the best. Yeah, which makes yeah. The, the last one really tough. We'll get to mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, when, when I was reading, I saw like someone was cutting her open and then they were not doing well. So Edward started doing it. I was like, what is happening? Yeah. yeah Edward, Edward, I... Edward started going in with his mouth then. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 That's what, that's what I was going to say. This is a, okay. Because you know, all mouth. the problems. <laughs> These are all the problems I have with this scene. Okay. First of all, the C-section is wrong, completely wrong. <laughs> And then they give it to some freaking nobody to just do the C-section because you're doing it wrong, apparently. And then they show freaking Edward with blood around his lips. And I was like, yeah. this is so fucked up. I mean, I was in eighth grade and I kind of understood that. But I was like, what the fuck? Like, what am I watching? This is PG-13. Mm-hmm. I was with my sister. I was like, oh my gosh. I was so pissed. Was it really romantic, like, Neil? What? <laughs> it was so bad, dude. Can you just imagine Jacob- if... Hold on. Can you just imagine if that shot of Edward with, you know, the bloody mouth... Can you imagine that if that was, like, placed way earlier in the movie, like, during the honeymoon scene? <laughs> while he was like standing there with the blood on his mouth i remember they were just flashing back to jacob and they would like pan to him and he would be looking down one moment like just straight face like <laughs> and then another no pan back then they pan back to edward then jacob would be looking at edward straight face <laughs> And he, I'm like, is he just doing this? Like, during the whole scene? <laughs> it was such a freaking weird scene, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These, was... uh, the descriptions make me think of American Horror Story <laughs> when, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but the, the first season ends with, like, a really bad C-section. So I wonder if they took inspiration from Twilight. I could see <laughs> mm-hmm. It's an inspiring uh, saga. There, there's one other scene uh, of truly hilarious body horror and that is when um bella drops her cup of the last of the blood that she's been drinking and as she bends down to grab it the baby inside her lunges for the blood inside (laughs) her stomach and like breaks her back or something and like she bends over really weirdly and you just hear like this cracking snap yeah and and then she lands on her knee and her knee like breaks too yeah it's so gross it's so it's gross so but funny. so funny and so sudden because it comes just out of nowhere and like you don't really know what's happening until they kind of like explain it a bit later on it's just all of a sudden bella's like feel seems like she's possessed also she looks horrifying this entire movie they did they did a good job on the facial makeup for that at least i'll give them that that she looks like she's actually like a corpse yeah but, yeah. yeah yeah she looks like malnourished and diseased like yeah like a really unhealthy pregnancy which i guess this was yeah Um, enough blood man (laughs) so i think okay and then andrew you want to cover imprinting yeah so they don't explain imprinting very well i at all pretty much they just say that like werewolves can imprint on people and basically they make it seem like they fall in love with them and they like yeah, like it's them a for sexual the rest of their thing. life. Like yeah, they, like it's they, very so sexual. The werewolf, the of. werewolf falls in love with who they've imprinted on, and the person they've imprinted on is basically forced to fall in love with the werewolf. Oh. 
Yeah. He so saw then, a baby and was Jacob like, sees, so what, what they say is child. that the imprinting happens unwillingly, but it's still weird. Yeah. Because he like imprints on her the moment she's born, basically. It's not willingly, but it's very strange. And he imprints yeah. on their child and then he like protects it. And then he's trying to explain, like, it's not what you think. And I'm, I don't, I, it's so weird. Yeah. Like, so Andrew's getting into. Breaking Dawn Part One, which I guess we'll go over to. I think this is Breaking Dawn Part One. No, Breaking Dawn Part Two. Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, because yeah, the imprinting is like how the movie ends, which is also why would they do that? It ends That's with horrible. Bella, Bella seemingly dead on the slab, mm-hmm. and then like her eyes flick open and they're red now they're because red. she's a vampire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but right before that is the imprinting. Yeah. And so then the second one, um, Bella is back and she's a vampire. Oh, by the way, I think all of us had this at like a second and then Tyler had this at first, which gives you about a rough idea of what we think of the quality of this one. Yeah, so it opens up with Bella is back and she's a vampire now. Um, And she wants to see her baby who they've, uh, the filmmakers created horrifying doll yeah it's like an animated baby yeah um she also has the worst fucking name in history oh god i was gonna ask i was gonna oh my god i was gonna ask how you said that yeah so they she said in the first one like oh if it's a girl it'll be a combination of my mother's name and edward's jacobs oh i thought it was jacobs no yeah so her mom, I think, is Renee, and his mom is Esme. So, Renesme. And, and she says it with such a straight face, and all of them just accept it, too. Well, it's, Rosalie doesn't like it at first, and then Edward is like, I think it's a great name. And then it becomes the baby's name. Yeah, but it's a fucking terrible name. Um, but yeah, so then she's like, she wants to see her baby. Uh, and she sees her and she's like, oh my God, she's beautiful, even though she looks like she's like a year old and also like she's possessed. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they're like, oh, we need to tell you something. And then they tell her that Jacob imprinted on her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so then she, sh- the next scene cuts to her like shoving him out the Dude, door. He's she like, starts beating on the my crap daughter. out of him with her new yeah. vampire powers. Yeah, because now she's a newborn. Uh, and then he says, you don't understand like what me and Nessie have or something. And then comes the greatest line delivery oh. in the entire Twilight saga. <laughs> hey, Paige, would you care to? I don't line? know. Word for word. I don't. Okay. You named my daughter after the Loch Ness monster. Great line. Just all time. Great line. Mm-hmm. I saw a clip of it and she is like, she is intense, she's like really yelling. Yeah. She's intense. She's saying that, like, dead on, dead serious. The delivery is all there, you know. This is she's where her, her career started. To... Yeah, this is this is how you knew she was going to play Lady Diana Spencer, like ten years down the line. Um. Actually, I had a question about the well, okay, about the imprinting. So that the imprinting that was done by Jacob in the fourth movie meant that the werewolves couldn't attack the baby, right? Because yes. yeah. it was imprinted. So then does that make the baby a werewolf? Like part no. of the family? No. 
No. Okay. How does that happen? Is that just genetic, hereditary? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. Okay, and then the overall plot of the movie is that um, she's like, so she's a newborn or not a newborn, whatever the term is, a half blood or whatever it is, um, which makes her more dangerous because apparently they're very bloodthirsty or violent or something, and so the Volturi, who are the leaders of the vampire council, like they kill all of them before they're able to mature and, you know, destroy civilizations and stuff. So. Oh, Trey, I can explain this a little bit better, I think. So, okay. They don't know that she's half human. They think she's yeah. full vampire, but they think the clones oh, turned yes. like a child into a vampire and yes. they aren't able to inhibit themselves from like just attacking everyone. Yeah, it would give away. So they have to kill child vampires, basically. So yes. they don't reveal their existence. Yeah. Um, oh, it, they're <laughs> called immortal, chil- immortal child. I think that's what she is. Mm-hmm. It's when a vampire bites you when you're a child. And so the Volturi kill all immortal children. Um, but they have to basically prove that she's not an immortal child and that she's not dangerous because she ages at like an accelerated rate. So the plot of the movie consists of them bringing other vampires from around the world that they are friendly with to come and be witnesses that she is a, uh, not an immortal child and that she ages and that she is the child of a human and a vampire. And that's why she's not dangerous. And so then the end uh, of the movie comes with the... Uh, the Volturi come to Forks, prepared to fight. And then Tyler, would yeah. you like to take it away with what happens next? So the fight scene is weird because it basically starts with, um, you got to remind me of the name, Shrey. I, I, Carlisle? I'm blanking. Uh, no, no, no. Before Carlisle. Like, doesn't doesn't um, one of the Cullens like, put a vision in the Volturi's head? Of like the battle that's about to take place. Oh no, yeah. you gotta you gotta talk about the battle. Yeah, yeah. So, so no, battle, I will. I will. You see a giant battle happen. Well, right. So let's you talk see about the battle. That. Yeah. You see. Okay. You see, you see the battle happen, and you see Carlisle basically like sprint towards the Volturi, and he's just like he's got he's bloodlusted. He's like going at him, and then he's kind of badass. He's kind of badass. He's like the best character. So you're thinking like, okay, he's gonna take them all down like single handedly. And he goes up for the the kill on the the head vampire, the head 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 vampire, the the main villain. And this dude, the head villain, just takes him and like whips him around in midair and just pulls his head off. (laughs) And and then like lights him on fire because that's like the way that you have to like decapitate him and then light him on fire um, to make sure that they are dead, dead. Yeah, (laughs) and then like all hell breaks loose like both sides just charge at each other and um i mean people are dying like shit tons of people die like main characters are just being wiped out in like seconds worth of of battle time um i think that um what's his name aro the main main yeah aro he dies Aro eventually dies, right? Like, yeah, he he yeah. straight up just like gets killed by Edward and Bella, and it's a pretty awesome fight scene. I'm, I'm if mm. I'm being honest, mm-hmm. like this is this is kind of the peak of the the movies for me, where they all are just going at it. <laughs> Definitely. Um, and then and then like it, like after all these deaths are shown, and you think like, oh my god, they just like wiped out half of the cast. 
um it's all shown like right as Aro dies and like the, the flames engulf him it's all shown to be like a vision that was put into his head and he just kind of like like snaps back to reality and everyone's standing there the battle never happened um and it was just a basically a a like a prediction of what would happen uh if they decide to attack mm-hmm. it's kind of like everyone's gonna die if you attack and it'll be pointless because she's not an immortal child right and i find that really cool because it totally subverts your expectations almost every movie yeah. uh, or like series of movies that, that come to a big climax like this they feature a massive battle and they feature all these big deaths and, and maybe they don't even have the deaths but they have the battle at least and uh, i thought it was really kind of creative what, what twilight did here so gotta give them props for that yeah i remember yeah. tyler and i saw this and we we're like i'm not sure whether to give them credit for being ballsy and you know subverting our expectations or whether it was fucking stupid as hell for them to not kill anybody yeah i so when i was watching this i also you know they they still included the big battle so it's not like they were getting out of it or anything they just effectively removed it from the plot Mm -hmm. um which i don't know i i think it would have been a a better ending if the like people actually died that I agree. crucial to the story and it's not like it would matter that much because there's no other movies or anything mm-hmm. um it just it would have made it more meaningful to me like the whole series i guess mm-hmm. um, but it yeah, was because then it just it's, ends it's like the, whole, it's the kind of cop out where you're like oh and then the whole thing was a dream yeah. you know mm-hmm. that's why this was number two for me i feel like if the battle would have well actually happen i guess in the movie then it yeah. would have been number one because now that i'm thinking about it it's like it has that end game feel coming to a close in the series and then oh, yeah. big battle except okay okay this is nothing like end game i know Shrey's about this to is like end game it. it is like end game <laughs> you know so Shrey's like, like I, what did he just say i saw this i remember seeing this post like way back in like 2011 or 12 it was like a meme where it's like oh the grand finale of all these like giant franchises ending in like the early 2010s where you have harry potter the hobbit hunger games and twilight and the first three you see their final battles have like thousands millions of people there and then twilight you see 12 people standing on one side of a snowfield <laughs> and 12 people standing on the other side and that's the grand finale oh hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> the the top comment because i watched this fight recently and like the top comments on the youtube video of the fight were basically like imagine you're just like randomly hiking in the woods and you stumble <laughs> upon the field where like this fight takes place that is so funny <laughs> yeah that was pretty clever yeah but then you know it ultimately kind of ends up being for nothing because it just ends peacefully and then the final like scene of the movie or final scenes include um jacob or so bella and edward are standing together kind of like uh or no bella and edward that's what i said right yeah they're standing together they're yeah. very happy with how everything turned out they're looking at renesme who's like now like or uh like mid-teens let's say probably i think yeah uh with and then she and Jacob come over and Jacob's like, so should I call you dad? And it's 
I fucking it's it's so <laughs> terrible. It because especially because Renesmee is still like biologically like okay, so she's like biologically like six months old, but then also like she also only looks like fifteen. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I'm gonna marry this kid. <laughs> they have no choice, right? It's they have it's no choice, werewolf. but also like he's fully committed to you know. Yeah, I know. It's but, I'm gonna funny. marry this child. Did I call you dad? Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, you go. They and uh, you see a vision that oh, in the future they're all gonna be happy together. And then Edward and Bella go to the field where they first met or first hung out in Twilight, where Edward revealed that he's shiny. And that's where the movie kind of like ends them happily sitting there saying they love each other. Yeah, and Edward finally gets to read her mind because she removes her shield or whatever. And she's yeah. like, She removes her shield and then you no see no one like, else loves anyone as much as I love. You see like a YouTube compilation of their greatest hits from yeah, the previous four or five movies. Yeah. I didn't like that. I thought it was yeah. so freaking cheesy. Yeah, I, I like, didn't like it either. Like, I've watched all the Disney princess movies, and I like, <laughs> like, most of them, and this is, like, so much worse than all of them. Yeah, it's like, this yeah. this series existed for five years. It does not have the ability to look back at itself as a classic after only five years of existence, the way that, like, you know, Harry Potter can look back at classic scenes because it's existed for like 11 years as a franchise. But they wouldn't because it would ruin the end of the movie. No, they well for the credits they did. That's okay in the credits tree, but not as part But of I would movie. argue even for like Twilight like they really didn't deserve to look back at themselves as that big of a franchise with Well yeah, not what they did, but like if the credits they showed some of the like best scenes, I wouldn't be mad. Honestly, they, honestly, they treat their credits are like the Avengers Endgame credits. They got so with, many damn credits for every single movie. They, they, have like, every, they have the credits for every character that appeared in every single movie. Yeah. Well, I could trust that like there would be at least 15 minutes of credits at the end of the movie. So I was <laughs> engaging my time based on like knowing that the last 15 minutes of the movie I didn't have to watch. Mm-hmm. another thing is like if they they release these movies like consecutive years back to, so back, maybe, to back to back to back yeah so if they would have maybe spread it out like in the way that harry potter kind of did then maybe you could have you know allowing the mm-hmm. fan base to maybe mm-hmm. attach themselves god knows how but to fucking attach <laughs> themselves to the series you know these fans. who knows so no i think they had to release them all in a row because their fans would get too old to enjoy yeah they'd them. age out of enjoying this you know that's a good point too yeah yeah overall breaking down part two is more memorable than some of the others but just as equally bad as the franchise as a whole i would say out of like, all the movies i would watch breaking down part two again and probably the first twilight again yeah I would agree. I would watch the first and the last. I'd just skip the middle. Yeah. If it was like, if I absolutely had to do it, <laughs> yeah, then I would, I guess. What do you mean? Yeah. Uh, do we have some closing thoughts on the franchise as a whole? Paige, do you think this has encouraged you to go back and visit the next three movies that you haven't seen yet? 
Honestly, yeah. Like it just sounds like something I have to experience, not because mm-hmm. it's good or valuable or because I'll like it, but because it just sounds so bad. <laughs> I think that's why I told Tyler that we had to watch it. I was like, yeah, you know, like it's not going to be good. We're not going to enjoy mm-hmm. it. We're not going to like these movies. But we have to do it at some point. You mm-hmm. know, like you can't avoid Twilight forever. Eventually yeah. it comes for us all. Straight. You know what I think would be really cool? Yeah. They did like a, is at one point in the movies, Edward is talking about like when he just turned into a vampire, he went like, like it sounded like he joined a gang or something or like mm-hmm. he was killing people. If they did like a solo film about Edward during his like newborn years, cool. and it would be like really underground and like grimy and like hardcore. That would be People awesome. want mm-hmm. that movie. The only problem is, or well, yeah, Robert Pattinson doesn't really look that different. You know, he's still yeah. fucking killing it. So yeah, he's he could been make doing like good things too. Yeah, I think though he said that he doesn't. Oh well, he's doing Batman, so he will return to franchise stuff. So yeah, never mind. I think he well, doesn't be want to return outside to of the saga, though. Yeah, I don't know if any of them want to return to Twilight. Yeah, <laughs> they, so Stephanie Myers released like Midnight Sun last year, or the year before, which is just the original Twilight retold from Edward's perspective instead of Bella's. And um, Leah, I think, had read it, and so she was telling me about that yesterday, and she said Edward thinks in the most deranged way like his way of thinking is just so fucking weird so i think yeah so we have to know the movie would be very Mm -hmm. strange that'd be so cool yeah no i think because i think that would work well because i like like i've been saying this a lot but i like the world that they're in Mm -hmm. i just don't think they're doing that much with it you know (laughs) like the potential or like even if they did a movie about like there's those two vampire lords or whatever that were there before Volturi. the Volturi. No, there were two guys before the Volturi. Like they said, they're waiting 1500 years or something See, to Andrew, get revenge. You, need, you know so much more details than I do. <laughs> I've seen this twice. Well, I just watched once all of them too. But like, if they made a movie about like the this. origin of the vampires or like mm. the old lords, that would be sick. That'd be cool. They start or doing even um, like how the treaty was formed between the Colons and the werewolves. They, that would they be start the thing. Twilight Extended Universe. <laughs> yeah. no, they, go full, they go full. They could Disney do so much more with this. The like, they're gonna make prequels now. Now they'll make yeah. prequels. They'll go Disney style. And then A they'll Twilight make story. <laughs> I'd be okay with those movies. Like if they were actually made well. Andrew, you're gonna fucking hate them if they ever get made. I'm just calling it now. <laughs> Because they're not they need Christopher well. Nolan on them. <laughs> Could you imagine? I want Christopher so Nolan on the, the oh, solo movie. You know, he totally actually could make that movie. Yeah. A weird mystical concept like vampires fucking with time and Robert Pattinson. No, he wouldn't be messing with time. No, it would because it's in the past. You know, you kind of fuck with time a little bit. I guess it's, and, well, it's in the past. That doesn't mean you. Have no, place in the past. If it, but if it takes place in the past, then that means yeah, they're not going to mess around with. That time. means Christopher Nolan can fuck with time. If it takes place any time other than the present, it means he's going to fuck with time, and he will. So you're saying Christopher Nolan could have made a Phantom Menace a good? Actually, he could have made a good movie. Yeah, well, Trey, the original movie <laughs> took place in like 2007 or something. 
You're saying he could mess with time now? Uh, maybe, yeah. He could fuck with Because time. it happened in 2008. Yeah. I don't think it would be true to the story. I'm saying if time is a factor in the story, he will fuck with it. And he can it it wouldn't be it. a factor in the story, Shrey. Andrew is too Edward. passionate. A dark night, Shrey. There's no messing with time in the dark night. It's a linear story. Well, I don't know if I could say that. But time yeah. is linear. Yeah. I think that's a sign that we've, you know, kind of wrapped up thoughts on this mm -hmm. franchise as a whole if we're moving on to Christopher Nolan debates. Yeah. Uh, anybody have any last things they want to say about the series? Hate it. You hate it? That's about it. How long do you think until we get the remakes? They're doing remakes? No, they There's will no make way. remakes, though. They Probably will. Probably a good 10, 20 years. Yeah. I could see Honestly, like I hope within so. 10 years. <laughs> if the, within 10 the years, remakes are going to be better. I feel like no. it's a redeemable series. I think the ideas are there. I can That's what I I'm could saying. see this getting they, to like potential. a two. Yeah. I, can, I think the series highest potential is like two and a half stars for me. Like I think so from one star to two and a half stars. That's pretty good though. That's an improvement. Mm -hmm. Well, apparently there's a new book, meaning That's there could be a new yeah right so could that's, there be a new movie that's why they just redo just, the whole the series from, from edward's, edward's perspective. perspective oh whole series from yeah. edward that would be right. good i mean yeah i could see them remaking the entire series that way but that would be that would make the second movie a very different movie because he's doing the same thing. <laughs> oh that's true yeah we finally get to find out what he did the whole movie you, you just find <laughs> out that he's been sitting in italy fucking depressed until one day he decides <laughs> to walk out and reveal himself yeah, no, yeah, he just wakes up, goes on a morning walk, eats ravioli, goes back to sleep. <laughs> That's the movie. <laughs> ravioli? Dude, he's not eating ravioli. He's in Italy. Yeah. <laughs> Drinking wine. Oh, wait, can't, va vampires can't even eat, Neil. They don't they eat food, eat Neil. They eat, like, animal they blood. They eat blood. I guess. Come on, he can't eat ravioli blood. Um, but yeah, I think that about wraps it up. Paige, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, mm -hmm. for thank you for having me. Yeah, we'll definitely have to have you back on for something. Yeah, you know, to. you're maybe a bit more passionate about rather than Twilight, which is hard for anyone to be passionate about. Oh, that's okay. Lord knows how Leah does. That's Andrew. Yeah, I'm very passionate about it. I think. <laughs> yeah, you that doesn't a mean lot, I Andrew. About that doesn't mean I liked watching them. But... <laughs> Um, so yeah, this has been Double Stuff Cinema. Thanks for listening. Get stuffed.